0: in the building we got cam duke it is your host les thomas and i'm with Stillwater america podcast this is the we love athletes podcast i guess good looking probably that's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> and most importantly the hard work of our educators thank you again for hitting that play button for another episode of the hedy coleman podcast Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for hitting that play button for another episode of the Hedy Coleman podcast where I sit down with fabulous people to have go-in conversations. Go-in is being consistent and doing the right things that allow for you to achieve the wins that you have defined for your life so that you can live out your greatest story. I want two things to happen, ladies and gentlemen, two things to definitely happen from this podcast. One, I want you to learn. I want you to walk away having learned something. Two, I want you to be inspired to take action. Take action on what you learned. Or oftentimes what I find is that some of the stuff is just good reminders, like, and it's always good to be reminded. Today, ladies and gentlemen, today it is not that often that you get the smoothness, the professionalism, the good (laughs) lookingness. The father and husband. Now you're just making stuff. <laughs> <laughs> today, ladies and gentlemen, I have the one and only Josh Josh Wilcox in the room with me. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks for coming. Uh, now, do you live in Edmond or Oklahoma City? We're in Edmond. You're in Edmond. Mm-hmm. Thanks for uh, driving down the short drive down north. It's closer than I
1: thought. I'll be is, it sometimes Sometimes Gu- you think, oh, Guthrie is... You know, it's like 50 miles away. No, nah, yeah. it's about 20 minutes. Yeah, were you about 20, yeah. 17, 19? Yeah, easy drive. And What What street are you? How, where, where so we're uh, near Will Rogers Elementary School, mm-hmm. 15th, close yeah. to 15th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah By the yeah, Y, the – Got you. Yep.
0: Got gotcha. you. Yeah, no, it's not a bad drive, and that's what – once people do it, because I think in their heads they think, oh, my goodness, I'm going to Kansas. Kansas. It's like no, you're you're just going to yeah, just going to Guthrie. You're oh just, yeah, yeah, just down the road. Well,
1: I feel like every time we come up here too, I find something new. Wander yeah. around downtown. Yeah. you know, it's always a fun time. My yeah. family loves coming up here. Yeah, so. yeah, no, that's good. Hey,
0: for the people who do not know who you are, uh, man, just give a little bit of your backstory. Where you are from? Maybe family, mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe current. Where you're current?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was born and raised in North Carolina. A little town called Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Really? How, yep. Now, when you say little, population I'm of trying what? to remember, like probably like fifteen thousand, okay. something like that. That's the yeah.
0: same size as there a little bit bigger.
1: Right out, right off the Outer Banks. A lot of people know about the Outer Banks, so okay. we're about an hour off the Outer Banks. So, kind of like that southern. Southern presence, I think that's like a big part of like who I am at the core is just like, you know, friendly, enjoy talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always talk about that because I think that kind of sets sets it up for for who I am. But then we moved to my family. My parents are actually from Northeast Ohio. So when I was 12, we ended up moving up there and uh, was there. Basically, my parents still live there and all our families in Northeast Ohio, close to Cleveland, uh, Canton, Ohio, which okay. a lot of people know because of the Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the background. And then I came out here in Oklahoma. My first uh, experience with Oklahoma was coming out to seminary. So I went to seminary out here for four years, and it was a whole new... I remember packing up the car, 18, heading out to Oklahoma. I'm like, where am I going? I mean, there's a lot of land between Ohio and Oklahoma. And I got in the little Volkswagen Jetta on the way out here, and so that was uh, my first experience at Oklahoma and kind of fell in love right away. Um, but then after, after seminary, went back to Ohio, met my wife. We got married, moved to West Virginia first, uh, took a an uh, assistant pastor job there in West Virginia. Wonderful people in the mountains. It was super beautiful. A lot of people do, uh, like, obviously hiking and then rafting and stuff um, there. So it was just a beautiful place to, to be. And we were there for three years, I think. And then started moving uh, west again. So we were in Indianapolis for two years, and then out here in Oklahoma now for the last seven.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. And so, not and you. Just be honest with me. Which
1: mm-hmm. which one has been your favorite place? I mean, the place that we are now. We could. <laughs> I, was, I always tell people, like you know, I we could live anywhere in the world, yeah, right? And it's yeah. like I don't. I yeah. choose to live in Oklahoma yeah. like some people act like they gotta be here. I'm like, yeah, we like it here yeah, good you know? like, yeah. yeah. good community. Get, oh, yeah yeah we fall yeah. fall in love with the people here and um yeah, just the just the whole the whole experience. It's a beautiful city too. Yeah. it really is a great place to live. So and it is growing. it really is yeah. yeah, a lot of new construction, yeah. a lot happening and uh yeah, so we love it. we love it. We could live anywhere, but we choose here.
0: Now tell me how you met your wife. Do you mind telling
1: that story? I'll, I'm always curious how people meet their their significant others. I love others. that question. I wish yeah. she was here to tell it with me. It's more fun with her. <laughs> she makes makes yeah. up. There's new. There's new things. Each oh, time. she makes up. I thought maybe you would be the person making stuff up. <laughs> well, that's so what she, she says. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we yeah well met in church. Um, so she was actually friends with. She was friends with my sister, and so they have a little background there, and I became friends with her brother along the way, and uh, so we had a connection there. And then, yeah, she uh, was actually dating a guy when we met the fir- for the first time, and I remember going out to dinner one night with, <laughs> with the whole well, crew. Wait, with her and her boyfriend? <laughs> it wasn't just us. It wasn't the three of us. <laughs> I know, like, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> but I'm saying like— There's a whole group
1: of people. Okay. And we're cel- I think they were celebrating his birthday— Okay. This story is wow. This I'm glad I asked this question. Okay. So okay, Um, go ahead. Yeah. So anyways, we're sitting at dinner and um yeah. So I'm sitting there across, I'm like, the the woman of my dreams. I'm just looking at this girl like this is this is an amazing energy, just beautiful and just just a beautiful presence. And she's with this other guy, you know. So but that's that's kind of the funny part of the story. But then it, it rolls on, and she ends up. I think it. I think sometimes, Hetty, I was had this conversation with someone yesterday. I think until we meet someone that we really uh, see differently, yeah. it's hard to release maybe someone that we're with. Uh-huh. So I think sometimes that happens in dating. And yeah. so I think she she recognized when she when we got to know each other a little bit, um, she recognized that there was like something about me that she could she could release that other that other guy. <laughs> So that's what wait a happened. Second. Does, the, does releasing another guy mean she broke up with him for you? Yeah, it's another. It's a nice way to say broke up. <laughs> yes. Release. <laughs> you gotta, release. You know I'm not that smart. You got to help me out here now. I'm like, wait a second. Did, did she dump him for you?
0: <laughs> now, is Don't this the story that release. she would tell? Do we need to call her on speakerphone yeah, might, that
1: might be a good idea. Get her version one of these days. And yes. uh, But, yeah, that's kind of the – And, cool. and the, the, the other funny part of the story is that we – we were in church when we met, uh-huh. and I'm sitting in front of her. I think with my sister, and she's sitting behind me with some of her friends. This is before we were dating, and uh, she wasn't with the with the guy at this point. She had she, they weren't together anymore. And I look after the service. I turn around. And I'm like, well, of course. I got you know who's this woman behind me? Like I gotta you know turn around, but I'm just leaving church. You know, just just chill. Yeah. I turn around, Hetty, and she had polished off a whole bag of Tootsie Rolls (laughs) during the service. And I look back at this girl, like, did you Uh, polish off? I mean, of course, her her look on her face was the audacity of this man to come into my church and call out my Tootsie Roll intake. (laughs) And and, but of course, she fell in love at that moment. She's like, How dare you? And I like you. Yeah. Someone said about you. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So that was like. And that's kind of that's our relationship to this day, a little bit, Hetty, where it's just wow. like we have this great like chemistry and yeah, um, yeah we'll call each other out, but we yeah. just love each other and it yeah. seems like a perfect, you know, it's obviously a perfect fit. But, yeah, yeah. That's good. Love my life.
0: That's really cool. How I, would your friends and family describe it? Like if, if I was to interact with some people who've been around you, your best friends, how would they say, like, this
1: is who Josh is? I think I think most people experience me as very friendly. And then um, there's also, there's also like, I love a good conversation. You know, mm-hmm. I like to go deep fast, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, say, hey, tell me about what you're doing. Tell me yeah. about your life. And so I think most people see me, see that side of me, friendly on the surface, and then definitely, like, engaging with people. But then there's, like, this very pensive side of me, too, that is, like, very curious, very, um, you know, there's a lot going on in my brain. And yeah. so I think my wife would see that part of me where she's just like, yeah, what she's kind of curious, like what is going on in there, you know, beyond what I'm seeing on the surface. So there's like there's kind of like this initial like friendly part, and then uh-huh. there's like this deeper, um, pensive uh, part of my brain as well. So I don't know if that yeah. that's no. that's how most people I think see yeah. Me. How do you see me, hetty? <laughs> I would definitely see uh, see you as a person. I
0: would say I would say Josh seems to be curious, adventurous, uh, risk risk taker. Just from being around you, I've seen you mm. kind of move and operate in different spaces, yep. you know. Um, but, yeah, so the adventurous kind of person, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I would say kind, always mm-hmm. polite. Thank you. Your family comes off that way as well, mm-hmm. right, your children. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they get that from you all. Mm-hmm. And so,
0: yeah, that's kind of how I would okay. I would say.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. interesting to hear someone else's perspective sure. about you.
0: <laughs> There's always been – when people always <laughs> ask me, I was like, ask my wife. <laughs> she probably can tell you better. Seriously. Yeah, than I can tell you who I am. Um now i I know talking about some of your adventures and different projects and things mm-hmm. of that nature I know that you do the uh, five voices yep right you you're a public speaker, you have a YouTube channel you mm-hmm. do those different things Where does that drive or what that calling to want to be able to do something like five voices what do you find interested in kind of explain five voices for people?
1: yeah first five voices is a system of understanding someone. So it's almost like a software uh, for the human experience, right? It's like, who, who are we? And there's five different ones that you can describe and kind of own for yourself. Helps us understand each other, you know, and, and uh, know yourself to lead yourself as part mm-hmm. of that language where you can own it for yourself, mm-hmm. but then understand someone else pretty quickly. And so that helps with team dynamics, where if I know, hey, he's a connector, well, I know how to unleash him. I know how we might interact, how that could be healthy, and so that's part of the language that kind of just gives you a system to understand people. So it was super valuable to me. I've always been interested in psychology. I think, I think for me, it's like taking those deep thoughts about psychology and making it uh, practical. And I think the five voices does that, right? Because I can, I'm definitely a guy that like, let's talk about how the brain works. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of these details. But how does that matter to my day to day? You know, and I think that's what the question people are asking, like, how does psychology matter in my life when I go to work today? Yeah. And so I think that's where the five voices helps out. And that's why I've enjoyed it. It's kind of given me some framework to really help people, which uh, makes a huge difference. And I've seen it just unlock people. Yeah. When they understand themselves for the first time or they understand what it's like to sit across from them. Yeah. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Oh, that's how people are experiencing me all of a sudden you've built a different level of understanding that is helping them become a better leader. Mm. And that's what I love. And then kind of where we're at now is is really trying to think about one-on-one a little bit. Obviously, that's always a piece of it, discipleship and and some of those things. But how does a team, what is the best version of a team interacting and yeah. being together? To me, that is... That's really what I'm interested in at the uh, at the core now, and that's what kind of drives me. You know, some of it goes back to the pastor or pastoring days. You know, what's the what's the thing outside of the church? Yeah. You know, in the business world, that we can really make an impact on people, man. That's you know that's where I got into coaching and leadership and some of the five voices stuff. Yeah. Um, Whenever you said you've seen people
0: kind of. When you're explaining this and they kind of discover themselves, like, oh man, that's how people see me. Um, And you said you enjoy seeing that part of it. Do you have a story? You may not, and this is just me throwing something out there. Do you have a story of somebody like you've seen that in action for them and then you begin to see them kind of operating that? Or Mm -hmm. have you heard of a story of what that may look like?
1: Yeah, I think of, you know, a lot of this, a lot of these things end up being, uh, Highly personal because you take the information that you're learning at work, yeah, and then you take it home, mm-hmm. and it's for me. I think the impact of the home life. So uh, you you talked to a husband yeah. that said for twenty years I haven't understood why my wife yeah reacts this way when I say this thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I could say it on a very personal level for yeah. for me uh-huh. and my wife, where yeah. she's a connector. I'm a, in the in the language I'm a pioneer, creative. And there's things like Pioneer that, Creative. Is that two different things? It's like or? yeah, there's two different ones. So okay. Pioneer Creative, Nurturer, Guardian, Connector. Gotcha. Okay, those are the five. Yeah. She's a Connector, and when she brings ideas to me, or she brings, uh, you know, something that she wants to talk about, and if I shut it down quickly, that just kind of just like threw a threw a blanket over her her idea, and the whole the whole thing just kind of gets. You know, yeah. blanketed. Uh, if I can say, "Hey, that is that is awesome. Like, I love that idea," and here here might be another another idea too, or like kind of appreciate her before I critique. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, we've got we've got some magic, you know. Yeah. And and so you know, I think it's just on a very practical side on on that has been uh, has been important. And then some people just don't know the power or like the force that they're coming with, and this is that was my experience too, Hetty, where I just didn't know how forceful I was. Yeah. The language I was using, I was like, "Wow, I'm coming across pretty strong here," and I didn't even know it because that's just that's the only language I understand, Uh you know. Uh And so I think a lot of people, like I remember one of my coworkers, and and he finally understood, like, "Oh yeah, like I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty forceful when it comes to these conversations." And you could tell like the light bulb went on, and he was able to – a lot of it's just language. He was able to transition and change his language so that he felt the same way, and he was the same person, but the way he said it made more impact, and he gained more influence because he was willing to adapt his language. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that's good. No, and I I
0: really, 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 really really love that you said you took it to the house. You took it home and – how how it has allowed for you and your wife to better understand one another. Yes. Uh, one of the things that I get the opportunity to do is we do these these retreats, and we're teaching not the, the five voices, but we teach the colors personality. And so okay. there's, I think there's six colors. Okay. And one of the reasons we do it is for that reason because now when a wife finds out her husband or her husband finds out that their wives are red, mm-hmm. which is the person who Tends to take charge. Yep. Uh, and and now it's not. Oh, she's 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 bossy. Or mm-hmm. no, it's just that that's kind of her personality. She's yep. the one who's going to kind of take reins and and lead this thing when nobody yep. else will. Because then if like me, I'm a yellow a person who likes everyone to like me. I want to mm-hmm. uh, I want to help. I want the world to come together. Right. So now if I have a if I'm married to a red, I'm be like you are so mean. <laughs> But really, the only reason we're able to live and do some of the things that we do is because she's a red. She takes charge yeah. of certain things. Yeah. Not that she disrespects me as a man and doesn't say that I lead. It's just her personality. That's right. That's right. And so it allows for us to be able to interact differently. I love that. Whenever love you that. start thinking about and understanding yeah. who people are. Yeah, and That's you why know, I was interested in the five voices.
1: Well, and and you know whatever language you use, I think yeah. it's just helpful to, to have a better understanding of yourself and then others. Yeah. It gives you empathy. Yeah. I think it helps us understand the value of another person, right? Like it's easy for us to value our perspective or our personality, but what you're able to do with your, especially with your wife or a friend, is like if you can value them, their perspective. Like, I need Jessica's perspective Mm -hmm. because I can, you know, I can get my own mind and kind of get in this whole world. Yeah but she brings this new and different perspective. And so I think it's valuing the other person. It's not about changing them. It's not about changing us. Like, oh, I wish I was more... Yellow or red. Right. No, no. Because I get into that people think, well, yeah. I want to be more like that. Like, no, no, no. Let's just own who you are. For sure. And then appreciate the other person. Yes. And one of the reasons I appreciate you, Hetty, is because you're a great connector, man. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. You do it naturally. It's like breathing for you. <laughs> so you're just like, yeah. yeah I mean, it must that, be because I don't know that I'm doing it. <laughs> it and, that's, and that's what I've noticed with a lot of people is that when you find that real gift, that thing that you're really good at, you don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. It's just natural for you, and that's when you know you're walking and you're calling. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. No, I,
0: I can really get into that kind of stuff uh, just because. So, and, and the reason I ask, too, is because I now know where you're at in this in life and uh, started your own business. Mm-hmm. Tell me uh, what it's been like to start your own business. We don't have to go into the business aspect yet. We will, and then we'll come back to kind of some of this five voices, color whatever as you're doing the work that you do now. Mm-hmm. But kind of start out, tell us about starting a business. What's that look like for you? What's been some of the challenges and wins for you in that?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, starting a business, I think a couple things that stand out to me so far is the assumptions I was making.
0: Mm. So give, if I, give me
1: one. <laughs> Are you Are going to give me some? You're going to give me some? some? I want to hear some of these assumptions. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> it's. I mean, right up front, I think a lot of people make this assumption is that, I can't get the money. Mm. Oh, I would love to start a business, but I just can't get the money. And we kind of use that as a cop out. Oh, you know, if I had somebody handed me $150,000, of course I would start the business. But that's not reality. But I was making assumptions that at this stage of life, I'm not quite ready or uh, able Mm -hmm. to even get that kind of money. So I think that's the first thing is like, don't you know, we create barriers. We create assumptions in our mind that aren't really barriers. Um, mm-hmm. So you've got to get over that, but that's more mindset, right? Nothing changed as far as my financial setting or my situation in this world, but my mindset changed mm-hmm. where I believed, and all of a sudden, then I just chase it. Seven different banks. Is that how many? Seven different banks, and the last one said yes. Now, each one kind of led me to the next. So I'll give a lot of these banks credit where they just said, hey, go talk to this person, go talk to this person. It wasn't like they didn't like me. It was just like literally it wasn't something they did. Yeah, it wasn't um, the right fit for them. But I had to keep pursuing. Yeah. And so that was, a, I think, the resilience, the persistence that it takes. Yeah. But just don't assume. Yeah. Don't assume you know it's going to be a certain way. Ask. Yeah. Find out. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know? Don't assume she's never gonna be with you because she's already with a, a man, That's it. another That's guy. It. <laughs> yeah. As long as they're not married,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not going there. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not yeah. So you didn't give up. I love that you saying in your in your pursuit of this thing. Mm-hmm. Like once you started, once you got over the I thought that you yeah. you couldn't get the money, mm-hmm. you start going to these banks, and now the banks are helping you get to the win that you want. That's right. And That's right. so that was one of the assumptions. Well,
1: Yeah. And so sometimes it's just like the thing that leads to the thing, you just have to pursue it, but knowing that it may not be the thing, but it it leads you to the thing. And I think connections and relationships are that way, right? It's like Mm -hmm. you just build relationships, and before you know it, one leads to another. And the other, we were talking about that the other day. Yeah. So I think, you know, that was a big, that was a big um, just understanding for me. We were also, I was finally convinced that I was going to own being the glasses guy. I think for a while, you know, I wanted to be the coach. I wanted to be the pastor. I wanted to be the CEO, whatever. And I just got in my mind, like, I like this industry. I enjoy connecting with people. It's what a lot of people already know me as anyways. Ten years in the industry, I'm just going to own it. I'm going to be the glasses guy. And the natural next step was to have my own shop. I had an amazing experience at my last two employers, it was just time for me to take that next step, yeah. And so, in my mind, I was convinced that now I'm going to embrace this, yeah. And sometimes it just takes that that decision, yeah, to go for it. And that's how it was for us. So, yeah. and then I was convinced on that, and on this end, you know, we're we're not we're not printing money, as I like to say, yet, <laughs> Hetty. We're doing well; the business is growing, but you know, we don't really know how successful this business will be. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. I've never been happier and I know wow. that this was the right step for us yeah. because it's been good for our family yeah we're enjoying it and it's it's meant to be yeah we don't know how it's gonna turn out yeah. you know and I think that's part of the risk of uh, tolerance that you have to have when you start something yeah you have to be be on go oh, this experience is going to be good whether it succeeds or not yeah yeah no that's
0: good that's really good to to hear and I think. Some of it's just because you're in your lane, right? That's right. You you kind of found that space and you owned your lane. Like, man, I want to get over into the other lane so I can pass this car, but Mm -hmm. really just stay in your lane, right? And now you have found that Oh man, I'm really enjoying this once you embraced. That's right. This is the lamb of being in all the way to Kansas. That's right. All the way to Kansas. All the way to yeah. Kansas. All, way to a, all the way to Guthrie. All the way to Guthrie. I'm in this lane. Um, and now you're you know, one of the things I talk to people about is enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And enthusiasm is happens whenever you approve of something. So people are like, man, you're always so excited. And I think the, they used the word excited versus enthusiasm, right? You're always enthusiastic whenever it comes to Guthrie. because I approve of Guthrie. Like mm-hmm. this is. This is my town, so yeah. I've owned it, mm-hmm. and I'm happy here. Yeah. Because people would be like, "Why don't you move? You would have more opportunities if you moved." Like now, you asking me to get out of my lane yep. and go do something where I'm happy here. You may not be, here, <laughs> but I'm happy here. You know, yeah, don't project your unhappiness on me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy here. But mm-hmm. yeah, I love that you you said that. And I think man, more people. And sometimes it's not that you're gonna go start your own business. Mm-hmm. But maybe you do a different position within the company that you're already in to find that thing so you can have that enthusiasm about work every day when you go.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and as leaders, we're always trying to unlock people to find that enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can't do it for someone, Mm -hmm. but if you get them in their lane and help them identify their lane, well, then you've just unleashed a superpower. Yeah. Because I agree. I think when people find their lane— that's when they're motivated. You oh. don't have to be behind them pushing them. No. They're running. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's a there's a lot to that. Um, Heading. I love what you said about enthusiasm. So yeah. Um,
0: okay. So there are some assumptions there. What else? Once you got into it, now you got your money. You got your yeah. loan to start. Enjoy Optical. That's the that's name. Right. Of your, that's yep. the name of your business, your company. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're starting to Enjoy Optical. You're already there. It's 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 running. What were some of the uh, challenges after you got the money secured and all that? What was something else that you learned
1: in the process? Because you built out your store. That's right. Yep. Yep. So I think like ambition and persistence paired with patience. Patience. Right, and so there's like this, especially before you're open because the bills are coming in. You know, I don't before you don't, start making money. There's bills coming. The nine to the nine to five is over. So you have to like there's a stepping out, and then the bills are coming in, but you're not the bill. You know, there's no money coming coming in yet. So. I think that that patience of going okay we're on the road to going where we're where we want to go but we're not quite there yet. Yeah. And so there's like you're you're just planting seeds that you're you're planning on coming up, right? Yeah. And so a lot of it's just like I believe in this so much. I'm just going to keep planting seeds. I know this is going to work. The encouragement of my family, I'll, you know, that's the kind of stuff I was learning is like it was like you were pulling back on some of those character traits and some of those things that you had learned through the years and going, okay, now I get it. Now mm-hmm, I now mm-hmm. now this is where the rubber meets the road. And I'm super frustrated because we're not open yet, because we plan on opening earlier than this. But I have to still manage this and not go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I think like, but at the same time, if you're not pursuing, if you're not persistent, it's not gonna get done. Mm. So I think that was the uh, internal struggle. Struggle is persistence and patience. Go when you have to move, you move fast. I mean, me and my wife hung forty-eight shelves in that space, and wow. that somehow they're all s- somewhat straight because of my wife, <laughs> not me. But so we were doing work as well. So it was like we would have to run sometimes, and then you're waiting on permits, or you're waiting on um, you know contracting to finish up some of the work. And so there's always this persistence, pursuing it quickly and uh, hard, but then on the other hand, being patient and waiting, waiting on God in some ways, you know, but waiting on people too, you know. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that was that was my experience. Does that answer your question? Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's really good. Um, So
0: enjoy optical up running assumptions. Some of the challenges you kind of mentioned, and of course, there's way more. Right. And I feel like now I want to bring you back for a second uh, round and we just talk about that mm-hmm. because I think there's so many people who want to start something yeah. and the journey of it. And it's so fresh on your mind. Like having that conversation now is really good yeah. to where we probably could really dig into some stuff to help mm-hmm. some people um, um, kind of discover what that journey looks like yeah. for them. Yeah. And and that's really encouraging to hear, hey, some of it was, I just assumed that I couldn't get the money. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't get the money. Yeah. Now let me go tell other people, like, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I did Spread it. the word. Yeah, <laughs> spread the word. Like, this is what happens, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So real quick, business plan. Did you write a business plan?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I had a, I had a business plan. One of the interesting things on that point, Eddie, is I, I kind of wrote this plan out several months ago, and it was just kind of like free flow thoughts yeah. I had over the last 10 years. Like, hey, this is what I would think it would look like. And then before I know it, I pass that on to a, that the banker that ended up giving us a loan, and that was the plan we were running with. And at some point, I was like, Are, is it cool? Like, I thought we would adapt the plan a little – you know, like, my ideas became, like, the whole thing. Yeah. And I think that's, like, the scary part, but that's the exciting part about, about being an entrepreneur is that, like, what I wrote down – now that's what we're pursuing. I guess in my mind it was like everyone's going to be trying to tweak this plan and this is going to be – no, like this is what we're going with. Yeah. So whatever I wrote down on that Word document, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're going for Yeah. And so that was a interesting – I don't know, an inter- interesting experience for me as a first time. How many pages was it? So it was just two pages, honestly. I okay. try to keep it really simple, you know, kind of outline the industry, you know, what it looks like, how do we make money in this industry what the shop would look like, um, how we would uh, – the allocation of funds is a big part. You know, like how, what are you going to use this money for? Gotcha. That's what the bankers gotcha. are, uh, want to know. So if you
0: know. got $10,000, what are you going to use the – ten? so 3000 of it is going to go to this.
1: Buy glass, yeah. yeah yep. You're going to buy inventory with $3,000. you are going to buy uh, – do the build-out with $3,000. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's runway too, which I didn't know about that either, but they actually – which makes sense. They give you money for the runway while it's getting started. Which I think that was a piece that was confusing to me at first. So I was like, okay, so I can pay myself while we're getting this started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is helpful. Yeah.
0: But that's a, did you write that in your business plan? It was part of the business plan. Okay, yeah. yeah, Because yeah. I was about to say, I don't think most people think about that. Because that's what most people struggle with. It's like, well, how am I going to take care of myself? Because most mm-hmm. people who have not done it would say, well, you need to save money up. And not saying that that's a bad thing, but you sure, need to yeah. save money up. You need to do all these things. But... Really, when people go out and get investors, mm-hmm. that's how a lot of those people, that's how they're making this based down. Yeah. investing is for you to be able to make yeah. it and then marketing. That's right. Marketing yeah. dollars. So, Definitely. talking about marketing, so your marketing dollars was added into the initial or no?
1: Yes, that was part of it. I kind of like uh, brought it in with the runway money. So, like any money that we were going to be spending. Over the next three to six months, and that mm-hmm. include marketing. So gotcha. we haven't done a lot of paid marketing. You know, we've done some Facebook ads and um, you know, kind of relying on Google reviews, getting the word out with our friends and family. Jessica runs the social media. And so we've done some like more creative things. I think what's interesting when you're when you're just getting started and that like you don't have like endless funds, you you just gotta get creative. Yeah. And, you know, that's the beauty of it, is that you can kind of just like yeah, it's kind of a you're bootstrapping it, you know.
0: But then in your in your being creative, you learn like, oh, I don't. Maybe marketing doesn't have to cost me anything because you're learning stuff, and you're like, oh, this is working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do y'all do uh, Google Ads?
1: We don't do Google Ads. Okay. No. Okay. How has uh, Facebook Ads worked for you? Have you have you been getting much? I think it's been great. Yeah. There's okay. like uh, I think it's more awareness. Is kind of mostly the campaigns we've done is awareness. I found uh, actually an old friend from seminary that has been helping me with some of the Facebook ads, and so that was that's been fun to kind okay. of like have, you know, that person who we don't have, you know, we're not doing a lot of, uh, we're not paying a lot for it, but it's it's getting quite a, you know great results. Yeah. One of the things we try to do is like point people to scheduling appointments, so then because the challenge with any kind of ads oh. is how do we know it's working? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can go like, okay, so business is growing but we can't necessarily target uh, from what yeah exactly exactly so um, you know having the appointments like schedule a fitting on Facebook on a Facebook ad and then if they schedule we can know that that lever we pulled worked yeah. so that we know the investment amount that's worth yeah. continuing to invest yeah. and and the scheduling appointment also gives someone a very intimate one-on-one experience yeah. where we can think about them they can come in know they're gonna get our full attention. And so it's kind of a, it's a cool way to, to continue telling our story but then also like know if marketing is working. Yeah, for sure. Now how much time do you have? Like I don't I, I didn't ask you
0: like what time do you need to leave?
1: I'm actually good this morning. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I have, All right. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Cuz we it feels like this I is headed know. to be a Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast. This might be 2 or 3 hours, ladies and gentlemen. By the
1: way, this is Joe Rogan of Guthrie, America here. <laughs> Hetty Coleman, so.
0: Yeah, but I didn't I didn't catch the time we're like we and I can feel this conversation just going. So,
1: yeah, um, I'm fine as long as, as, yeah, long yeah. as you can go. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh
0: yeah, I, I have a meeting uh, here in about an hour, but we, we'll just talk. So, oh man, so good. Yeah, I love that the thought of like, because that is the hard part, right? People say, "Hey, do you podcast? Do you make any money off of it?" <laughs> You're like, like, That's what? a great question. That's a great because I'm not saying schedule. Right? Hey, if you listen to this podcast right now, and you want to meet yeah. schedule time and let mm-hmm. me know whatever the case may be. But I also I podcast because I love it. Yeah, it's the best way to connect with people. It's mm-hmm. It doesn't cost me anything but time for the most – well, I say that. But, you know, mm-hmm. like it's my – people golf, yeah. people work on cars, people yeah. buy old cars, <laughs> people buy watches. Podcast. I podcast, you know. <laughs> I get it, man. I get it. But it also turns out to be part of kind of yeah. m- the work that I do as well yeah. comes out of this. So yeah. most people that invite me to speak, hey, I listen to your podcast, mm, right? That's so, cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I get more and more of that as time goes on, now I've been doing it yeah. since 2017. Yeah, Thankfully, you know, uh, I love it. Yes, yes, yes. And so I keep, keep showing up. So, yeah. but I love that you said, Hey, this is kind of how we determine where our money spent. So mm-hmm. Facebook ads, and I love marketing. So Facebook ads. And so, and then the rest is just kind of friends and family spreading the word. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. I'm looking at your Instagram yeah. right yeah. now.
1: Jessica, Jessica does a social media for Facebook and Instagram. We want to keep it really simple. You know, our brand is very minimal. I love uh, your brand thank you thank I you. love enjoy optical brand Thank you Jessica is is great at that you know and that's once again boots. Are those your
0: glasses you have on right now
1: they are in fact yes yeah. yes and Hetty's got a great pair on I, here. I was about it's to same, say we both same brand we both
0: are wearing the same brand yep. thanks to Josh oh, and, yeah uh helping me out uh getting getting new glasses good fit. Uh, progressive lens. Oh, yeah. I got the I progressive did. lens. Yep. Even though, like, right now when I look at my – it's kind of blurry. Okay. What do, what do you think? You got an idea on that?
1: <laughs> at every level. Um, so show me – not, like, uh, like distance-wise. So, like, is there any spot that you can see? Oh. I mean, I can see it, but it's, like, kind of – Blurry. Yeah. Closer? Is closer better? No, closer is worse. Okay. Go – That's probably better, right there. Yeah, that's not that's not great. (laughs) (laughs) We can problem solve that. But wait a second,
0: this is that has nothing to do with enjoy (laughs) optical. That's the lens aspect, okay?
1: Um, We will, uh, yeah, we'll troubleshoot that for you. Yeah, I was actually going to have that because when you picked up yesterday, I wasn't there, so we'll uh, we'll have some yeah, we'll have some time troubleshooting. Yeah, time (laughs) troubleshooting. Yeah, but anyway, so.
0: Also, what I see about your branding, it kind of matches your family. That was that intentional, like the colors that you all wear and things like that. I feel like matches you who you all are, which
1: I think is cool. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think, yes, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where there's some congruency when you find your lane and you own it. Hey, come on in to enjoy Optical. This is all we know. This is the experience that we know. This is what we have to offer our community. Yeah, I know glasses. I love glasses. And this is the environment that we would love if if we were shopping for glasses. Yeah. This is kind of how our home looks too. Mm-hmm. The paint color is the same pink color at our home, Eddie. Yeah. So it is, it truly is. But I think it's a the bigger picture is there's some congruency yeah. to go like this is who we are. Yeah. We hope you like it. Yeah. We've tried to, we've tried to make it us and think of you while mm-hmm. we were making it marketing-wise, like what do people want? And so we've tried to build it that way. But of course, it's like it's our expression. Yeah. And I think that's entrepreneurship a little bit. Yeah. That's how I see it at yeah. least is like, hey, this is what I have to offer. Yeah. Clint always tells me he's like, "Josh, think, think about what's in your hands." Yeah. What's in your hands? You don't overthink it. What's currently in your hands? Yeah. You know, for me it was glasses. My my wife is a uh, designer, you know, she doesn't she doesn't like that term, but she truly is a great designer. She yeah. has designed our home. She's designed uh, the space here and uh, has designed uh, many different things and so she's good at that. And so that was kind of what, one of the things that was in her hands. So I don't know. I think it's just an expression of who we are. And yeah, Jessica has the kids basically in uh, beige most of the time. So clothes. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. When I walked in the store, uh, was it yesterday? Yesterday when I yeah. get when I when I went to get my glasses,
0: I walked in and I was like, okay, they just the whole vibe of yeah. it's like, yeah, are y'all about to do a photo shoot because y'all feeling really <laughs> enjoyable right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah, but I, yeah. but I
0: love it, I love it, I love yeah. it um what's one tip that for the person who's listening mm-hmm. getting ready to maybe start their business what would be that do you have a tip that you would give them?
1: I think persistence is the word that keeps coming back mm-hmm. you know it's like you can't stop at the first bank like that's that's not how life works, yeah, you know and and you have to be persistent and then the other I know you said one. I'll get no, go to ahead. Here. No, yeah. So persistence, and you you have to recognize that you're going to have to have a tolerance for risk if you're going to launch something. Gotcha. Period. Yeah, that's a debt tolerance, or so, unless you have just a, a uncle that's just doing really well and he just is like writing you a check every month, you're going to have to have a. There's a risk tolerance, and most of the time that's financial, mm-hmm. and you're you're putting yourself out there. I kept asking myself as we were building this space, we're spending all this money. Will anyone show up? Yeah. We, you don't know. Yeah. You think so? You know you plan on it. Your faith is big, yeah. but you don't know. Yeah, and so you have to have a tolerance for that risk. And I think that's the different differentiator between people that launch and people that don't mm-hmm. is that risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where our faith gives us such an upper hand. Yeah, is that if if God is calling us to this, if we're in congruency with who we are, then we're going to have the power and the steam the uh, what was the term you used? The um, enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, yeah. from our faith, it goes like God wants us to do this, yeah. so we will do it, yeah. and that is going to get you through those times where that risk tolerance, you're questioning whether it's worth it or not, and your faith is just going to kind of push you over the yeah. edge. So,
0: no, that's good. That's good. I like it. So on our on our call before we had this, uh, before getting to the recording, we talked about some right things. Mm-hmm. I think you have three right things around frames. Uh, let's walk through those three, like share those three things, and then let's go back and we'll go one by
1: one. Yeah, yeah. So the three things, and it's the three Fs. I learned this in my career over the last 10 years that you have to find the right fit on a frame. You have to feel the uh, find the right feel, and it has to have the right function. Feel, fit, function. Three Fs. Feel, fit,
0: function. Let's yep. talk about feel. Yep,
1: yep. So feel is is the frame comfortable on? Do you feel good in the frame? When you woke up this morning and you put your glasses on, do you feel confident? Do you feel good? And do do those frames feel comfortable? Right. Mm-hmm. Like I always tell people the glasses that you're reaching for are the ones that are most comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So you want it to feel good in it, but then you want it to feel good on comfortable. Mm-hmm. Fit is all about, you know. Fit is number two. Fit, yeah, technically. Fit feel function because fit is fit, to me is fit, fit feel function yeah fit is, fit to is me, is one. number one okay yeah. fit. so fit feel function fit is uh, you want to really focus on your eyes being centered horizontally in the lens
0: yeah so whenever I went and tried my on the first time when I put these on he's like yeah that's good your eyes are in the perfect spot yep they're right yep. where they need to be
1: and so to me that's like the most simple basic. Easiest way to know if a, gla- a pair of glasses is, be- is going to be good on you is to look where your eye sits in the lens, and see if it's centered horizontally. Vertically it doesn't matter because your eye is naturally going to sit a little bit higher in a lens. And, yep. and the style right now, especially, is like yep. kind of like a deeper The bottom
0: part is deeper than yes. Yep.
1: But horizontally, we want your eye to be centered in that lens. Gotcha. It's like I always say, it, it's like a beautiful painting. You yeah. never off center, like and cover cover the painting with a frame yeah. you want to really the the glasses are the frame to the eye the eye is really the main attraction so
0: I'm glad you said that because I remember when I went and looked in my mirror at my glasses even though I didn't catch this when you first said it you said your eyes are centered properly whatever the case may be but then when I went to my house after I got them I get home I go in the mirror looking at them or whatever I was like, man, he said my eyes just I don't I don't think they're centered. Cause I'm thinking like in the center vertically. Vertically. Yeah. vertically mm-hmm. But you're saying horizontally. Horizontally, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. So that's the number one tip. I mean, if you that's and that's a simple thing, but if you can get that right, everyone has their own style, right? And so that kind of goes into feel. So fit and then feel like we talked about feel is comfort. You feel good in it has to do with your style a little bit too where yep. like Hetty is you know you wanted something a little bit more bold a little bit bigger yep. you know chunkier that's your personal style I don't as an optician I have nothing to say about that right yeah. like you, you, your style is your style
0: you right? have something to say about it you mean you just hold it in <laughs> yeah
1: that's, that's not but you know yeah that's a good um, and I like this pair on you I yeah. would choose this pair for you yeah, so yeah but yeah, but, um, yeah so so it's yeah, I mean, that part is like you have to kind of feel uh, the other person like you know how what they think about their frame and obviously as a person that's choosing, you yeah. know what you like, you yeah. know what you're looking for yeah um, but then that third one, so fit, feel, yeah. function, function. you have to be able to see in these classes, which yeah. is why we're gonna troubleshoot to make sure you're gonna see <laughs> in your pair. Here. Well
0: I think you what you told me something that was really smart, even though we're talking about this now. Was like your eyes have to adjust to the lens. Mm-hmm. Like don't, don't let it just be day one. You like these things don't work. Yeah. Like let them adjust to your because yeah. you hadn't been looking through this particular yeah. piece yeah. of lens. So you you informed me of that, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like you are well versed in things that I wouldn't have thought because I'm just going in. I'm just thinking about you as a person with mm-hmm. the frame. Right. You were also right. able to give a little bit of information around the lens and how to let it adjust and. I got in a progressive lens, which you yeah. know, never heard heard of that. And you kind of explained progressive lens to me, yep. which was really cool because I'm not going in and thinking about you being my optomet—how you say it? Optometrist. Yeah, I'm optometrist. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about you just the frame guy. But yeah. your ability to kind of speak into both mm-hmm. really helps me as a customer. Yeah, be able to leave you out there feeling good about. Yeah,
1: you thank know, you. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like it's all of those things combined, and I'm passionate about that side of it as well. I'm an a- and I am ABO certified optician which you don't have to be certified in Oklahoma but there's some additional lens knowledge that you have as a certified optician and you know and a lot of it's just like experience too where you've seen enough people try to adapt to a progressive lens yeah. that you kind of know some of the challenges they might have and just so everyone knows like basically People between 40 and 50 almost every somewhere in there you're gonna need a progressive lens or some kind of solution to be able to read you know and people get frustrated because they're like yeah i guess my eyes aren't everyone's eyes at some point you're gonna need that reading power in a lens that's just the reality of the way our eyes are over time Uh, it's like that muscle is just kind of getting tired and wearing out so yeah Yeah,
0: and then some of it, too, was uh, I I think my doctor was saying, like, because I was telling him it's blurry at night whenever I was wearing my – and so they explained that, and that's kind of how they decided on me getting a progressive lens Mm -hmm. as well, too. Yeah, yeah. Which I was trying to explain it to my wife, I think. I But she's like, what? I was like, "Don't worry about it. Don't just, worry about it. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> next I time you, see. yeah, this next time you see Doctor Page or our job, whatever, yeah. ask them. Yeah. They can explain it to oh, yeah. better than I can. So yeah, but no, that's good. I, fit, feel, function.
1: Fit, feel, function are the three, three things that.
0: Now I'm looking at your Instagram. You just talked about being certified. Mm-hmm. What say it again? So, uh,
1: it's called ABO certified optician. So it's uh, yeah, it's like a board certified optician.
0: Got you. Yep. And so, like, would that be something, like, I don't see, like, I'm thinking, man, he's certified in something that they don't, it's not available there? Or?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, we're always, we're, we're still trying to figure it out. So, I'll definitely take that take yeah, that yeah. feedback. Yeah. We have it on the website, you know, on the initial the landing page. Um, it's one of those things that you don't know if how much people care about that, but you just want them to know you're, like, yeah, we're really yeah. serious about not just, gla- like, frames. Yeah. We're really serious about lenses, too. Um, so... What's yeah, your what's your like website? It's just enjoyoptical.co. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are listening and not watching,
0: we are just perusing. Did I spell it right?
1: Uh, just it's not .com. It's .co. Oh, .co. Yep. Okay.
0: Enjoyoptical.co. Oh, nice. I like that. Plus easy. I don't think I came to your website.
1: And so we do have an e-commerce uh, part of our brand where you can buy glasses on the website. And um, you are shipping to them? And we'll ship them to them. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't, like, that hasn't been a huge focus for us to start. We're obviously uh, focused on the in-store experience first and then the e-commerce. Though so I think there is, uh, you know, people might want that same experience, that curated experience, that uh, enjoy experience yeah on online and so we can we can provide that as well and we'll be giving that more attention over time got
0: gotcha. you uh our transition lenses creepy or cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm just curious what what was this let me let me see if there because i think they're kind of creepy there but. you go <laughs> there you go so is my wife <laughs> <laughs> no but but My son and my wife have transitions, transition lenses. And so,
1: yeah. They're very practical. Uh Uh-huh. Very practical. Yeah. Because, like, anytime, whatever the light is, you know, it's light under control, basically. Mm -hmm. So you're – whatever you need at the moment. And now, I think the one thing that's changed with transition, not that you want to get into transitions, but I geek out. Go ahead. No, (laughs) I like when people geek out. (laughs) (laughs) It's my craft, so – the transition, you know, now you can actually walk inside and they're completely clear. So, for example, this is a transition lens. Oh, okay. I probably had no idea. No. Yeah, because it, it gets completely clear indoors. But as soon as I walk outside, the UV hits it and it starts changing.
0: I didn't see, uh,
1: even out there, I didn't. It was probably just slight. Okay. It, probably there wasn't a lot. Yeah, because yeah. Because the UV isn't real real uh, uh-huh. heavy today. Or like the sun isn't out that much.
0: Now, the thing that I, now that I'm wearing my glasses every all the time every day because i got the right lens and all see, that stuff yeah. yeah um i'm like man transition probably wouldn't be bad because now i got to take these off and put on my, sh- and then when i put on my shades i can't <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. but well yeah. when i'm driving and stuff i don't need my glasses yeah. really but uh but that's something that keeps you from preventing from happening maybe where yeah. keep you have two pair of shades
1: yeah and i yeah there's, there's multiple solutions. The transitions is nice. The, I always tell people, too, a lot, a lot of people don't know this, so I just usually say it is you can do a prescription sunglass, too, so you can actually have the same experience that you have in that clear lens in a tinted lens. Oh, yeah. And you could choose whatever color you want, and, like, it can be anything. Yeah. Um, so that's that's always nice to know, too. It's like, especially in, in the summer in Oklahoma, I feel yeah. like, I mean, you put your glasses on in the car, and you're just like, your eyes are burn. <laughs> <laughs> so having a pair of sunglasses that is your prescription is, uh-huh. is very helpful too okay So, but up. I sell glasses Hetty. so maybe don't take my word for it <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but you're certified <laughs> certified don't He's forget certified yeah, yeah. no that's good man Josh I sure appreciate you spending time with me today man yeah thanks for having me no, on. no this, this is, is really cool let me see if I make sure I wrote down my most of my questions here let me see if I got no I think yeah
1: this is born out, of a, born out of a friendship, and I feel yes. like a common... I love the conversation we had the other day about you, you've created um, an experience for people one-on-one, right? Uh-huh. It's like one-on-one, and through the years, you've just done that so many times that now your influence has grown, yeah. and yeah. I think you and I see the world that same way, yeah. where the most important thing we do today is have a one-on-one conversation yep. and inspire someone yep. and enjoy the conversation. And it's little by little, little by you little. know. Is that yep. is
0: that approach and thought, and uh, and that takes time. And so, but I think patience and persistence, mm-hmm. even in that, yeah. as far as how you build in your community, just be patient with it. Just keep showing up. Yep. Be persistent when it doesn't feel like nothing's happening. Keep doing whatever that thing is that mm-hmm. you've decided to do. I was reading. Uh, oh my goodness, what did I see this? That was it, John Maxwell. I'm reading this a book of John. Mac- I'm reading a couple of different books, but they talk about. Boring? No, no, no. It was a YouTube thing I was watching. How if you want to be successful, be boring mm. is what they said. Yeah. And because it's not always exciting when you say, you know what, I'm just going to meet with as many people one-on-one as possible. Like that's not a cool story, right? You want to be the person who's mm-hmm. at the parties and always yeah. at the, the cool stuff or whatever where it's like, no, behind the scenes, I'm just going to keep showing up, be boring, schedule yep. my time with people. Yeah, spend that one-on-one time with them and, and and appreciate that. and
1: It's making an impact. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah, and you're a testimony sense. to that. I mean, I'm sure you see a lot of the same people every yeah. day uh-huh. uh, as you're walking through the community yeah. and being a part of Guthrie. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's – COVID
0: kind of changed a, a little bit of that, but now it's mm-hmm. kind of coming back. Okay. And uh, – but, yeah, no, I think that's the way you do it. That's why yeah. I always prefer to walk places. Yep. So right now we're at the studio, and it's a little bit – off from my house, so okay. I have to drive here. Yeah. Where it used to be, I walk to everything. And the, the cool thing about walking is when somebody drives by, they'll stop and see, like mm-hmm. when you're driving, when you're both in cars, you just keep going. Yeah. But when somebody's walking and they yeah. see you, they'll stop and yep. scream at you. Yeah. You know, or if you walk in and you see somebody else walking, the ability to interact with them is different. That's right. And then all those things to me matter when you yeah. think about building relationships and, and being available to people and people seeing you. and mm-hmm. You know, available.
1: That's a, yeah, yeah, that's such a nice, nice thing. People can know where you're at and know what you're, know where they can access you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. I walk to work every day, 30 minute, it's a 30 minute walk from our house to the shop. And so I'd make that walk and then walk home and same thing. It's like, you see the same, kind of the same people over and over again. And then you have time to process the day. You have time to like get ready for the day. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a really, yeah, it's a healthy practice. I know it's not for everyone. Not everyone, you know, can do that. Yeah. But it's been, it's been really healthy for me too. That's cool. Yeah. So are We're you... fellow walkers too. Yeah. Another thing we have in common. Now, is it sidewalks all the way? Mostly. Yeah. Okay. We're mostly walking through neighbor. Na- I'm mostly walking through neighborhoods. There is, uh, I think I crossed 15th. I think it's 15th that I have to cross at some point, which is a busy street, but it's kind of, Run sometimes, Just yeah. Run. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> or so, you are you on the um, the uh, what would it be, west side of Broadway, east side? You're on the east side of Broadway, yeah, okay.
1: yeah. So, it's like old Edmond,
0: okay. That's a, like old, yeah. yeah I, was, I mean, there's
1: neighborhoods back in there, I didn't even know we we're there until we moved into there, yeah. But it's like, yeah, we're not far from anything, but we're tucked away into a little has, has some trees and stuff, so. You li- and you live right kind of near the square in Guthrie right yeah, like yeah, you're uh-huh. right in the yeah yeah, yeah we're thing. not we're not too far off from
0: yeah we moved in uh so it used to be like seven minute walk to get to downtown okay. where it became a 14 minute walk so that's a round trip that's 28 minutes so yeah. it makes it a little bit challenging like I could walk home and then walk home for lunch and then get back walk back mm-hmm. and so you get all these steps in it's really good yeah uh but now we're a little bit off but we're super close. We're, yeah, I mean, it's all walkable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just can't walk here. I mean, I could, but it would be
1: forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the rainy days kind of catch up to you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 nice. But I think it all goes back to community. Yeah, you know, where you're talking about, like, yeah, you're building that community. If people can count on you being there, that's one yeah. of the reasons I like having a shop too, where yeah. people can come. Oh yeah, if I want access to Josh, a lot of times I'll just tell people like. Yeah, I don't have time for a meeting today, but I'll be at the shop Tuesday yep. through Saturday, 10 yeah. to 5. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so. I guess the, the the hard part about something like that, though, um, would it be somebody stops in and you got a customer, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's, as long as everyone, you know, people, most people understand that. You know, but your store is like, not something
0: that's just jam-packed.
1: No, you know, yeah. if we see 10 people a day, it's yeah. going to be a busy day. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I like the industry and this side of the industry where you can have those one-on-one conversations yeah. really easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, that's good. That, it's not target to... or anything in there yeah. running through. So.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Good, good. Well, man, thank you. And, uh, we got to do this again.
1: Yeah. It's just super fun. Thank yeah. you for inviting me. Yeah. Thank you for coming down. You've always been an inspiration and encouragement. Um, always count on Hetty for, uh, yeah, just, just, uh, bring, you bring a lot of joy yeah. to our community and you connect a lot of people. And that means a lot. So That's keep doing great. it.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Go win. Thank in. you. Go. Yeah. Go in, Go win. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hitting that play button for another episode of the Hedy Coleman Podcast. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, as always, Josh, what do they do? Go win. Go win. Uh,